0: We're recording now. What is going on, everybody? Questionable for Sunday is back for the 2021 season. Connor, my man, how you feeling? Back on the pod. Nice
1: to be back, Eric. It's very nice to be back. But I'm more excited than anything to talk to you. I don't really care about talking with you. I can't wait to talk to our two guests that we have for a very special off-season pre-draft podcast. We have much to discuss, but we have two
0: awesome guests on. I can't wait to chat them up. All right, let's let's introduce them now. First, we got a uh, we got a man who is a father now, joining the clan, the Philip Rivers Division, newest member, Ben. What's going on, man?
2: what's up dude i think we got uh i think we got curtis joining our division here soon yeah
0: pretty soon we'll get we'll have three members Uh so you Uh know it's a strong strong fraternity so let's go strong seed and yeah very strong (laughs) only strong seeds on this side of the the divisions (laughs) connor obviously you can't say much about that it's okay one day (laughs) and uh we we got You, um,
1: you have no idea how strong my seed is eric
0: uh, yeah, I don't. No so I don't does. know. talking. Exactly. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. And we also got a former league champ, last year's scoring, scoring champ, Jerry. What's up, man?
3: And the year before that, and the year before that. Three back to back champ. to back scoring champ. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Jerry. So yeah, you got yeah you got three with the three on the dad squad, but I believe only one title or two titles. So yeah. Shout out Curtis, toilet bowl champ and former champ.
0: You know, maybe Ben's in for a championship around this year, you know?
1: Let's not you get crazy.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you know, glad to be back on the podcast. Last year was obviously an exciting uh, podcast season. Lots of uh, lots of great memories made. We're going to hit on some of those uh, a little later in the pod. Um, but first, you know, we got four of us on the pod. We're going to give all of us a chance to, to get something off our chest if we want. Uh, Connor, I'm gonna start with you. I think everyone appreciated Connor's corner last year, so let, let's get it. Let's get it going.
1: Uh, hey everyone, welcome back to the Questional for Sunday pod. Questionable for Sunday podcast. i I feel like we're shaking off the cobwebs, possibly, with this podcast. So it's nice to have uh, Ben and Jerry with us. I just was getting a little ticked off, as usual, at Eric. He's on his phone right now. He's not even listening to me. Can't even make I'm eye awesome. contact. Um, he's making so many mistakes on the Discord. It's very clear that he's either, he's not a millennial, he's clearly a boomer. He's making all these these polls without any conversation beforehand. I mean, even when you go to vote, you have like, you know, a little pamphlet that tells you like differing opinions. But no, just going fucking raw-dogging it as usual, going straight in. And unfortunately, we have some people in the league who are uneducated and need a guiding hand to making decisions. You know, you might think that everyone here is an adult. That's not actually the case. We have a lot of children in the league, and so unfortunately for us, Eric just opened this, yeah, right. Opened this can of worms. Now everyone knows the league, the rule changes we've kind of been talking about, but doesn't really have any background information, um, or really any like uh, opinions to kind of base their own opinion off of. Because once again, my own opinion is always based off someone else's. I I'd never have an original thought. And so I just got to be honest, I was a little disappointed to see you go with that direction on Discord.
0: Well, you know, the, the, the strange thing you didn't mention was I did text you, I think, I don't remember what day it was, Friday, before the weekend. And, you know, just like our guest here, Jerry, just a straight ghosted me. No response. So, you nice. know, what am I left to do? I have to make a decision on my own. I made a decision. Uh, you know, I didn't expect we we're going to have to hold hands here for official members of the league, you know um didn't think the decisions it's it's funny to me how like literally
1: we haven't done fantasy football in like seven months and yet if you don't get a text back within two days you're like oh i gotta make a decision now it's
0: crazy i gotta be honest like two days is like a short amount of time to get a response back to like a simple question i asked you
3: dude the jerry rule is at least three days
0: yeah i
1: mean come on i mean honestly like i learned the cold shoulder technique and dare growing up and i was just
0: utilizing it i i'm not super aware of that one but uh I guess now I know three days. I guess is the limit, uh, but always appreciate Connor's corner. Getting started. I, I got to talk
1: to Jaron and see if that you know this is something that you normally do when you jump the gun, you
0: know. So we'll see. We'll have to see about that. We also you know, we mean I say we're gonna give everyone a chance to speak. So here's Eric Zirk. So you know earlier today I I created the show sheet. I mean I, I basically carry the podcast. I record it. I edit it. I post it. You know oh I, my, I, I create not. the show sheet. I host. I mean, Questionable for Sunday wouldn't exist without me. And uh, so I made this show sheet. I'm always open to suggestions. So I texted the group of us here and said, you know, if you got anything to add, uh, to put it in there. And Connor decides to respond back. Drinking challenge. Take a shot every time Eric mentions he won the league last year. And I just want to say, it's, just, it's, a, it's a low blow from Connor. A reminder, I'll be right back. <laughs> I feel like. You know, I was the champion last year, but it, it was I was a humble champion, didn't rub it in on anyone's face. And, uh, you know, when Connor won the championship, we had to hear about it, you know, for an entire year. The next year, he claims he didn't win the championship because of some ACL tear. We then had to hear about that for an entire year. And, you know, Con- Connor has to tell us about how he won the championship because we don't know when it's gonna happen again. It might be like 30 years before Connor wins another championship. Like the chances of him winning again are pretty slim. You're looking at someone here who, you know, it's just a habit for me to just be in the championship. And so I don't have to talk much about how I won because it's gonna happen multiple times over. Uh, whereas Connor, you know- Oh we, my we have to God, hear about all the time. this is gonna be so bad. <laughs> because it's happened
3: so many times before.
0: Oh, if we wrap it up, dude. Connor right, has to win championship because it's, who knows next. when he's gonna be back. So that's all I have to say about uh, your title appearance, Connor. But uh, Jerry's berries is not the let get, traditional. Let me get berries. this straight:
1: your Eric's irked for right now in 2021 is about my title appearance when I won the league in 2018. You're still angry about it? No,
2: I'm not Dude, angry about it. Dude, and here you are, like bragging Man. about not bragging. What, what is what is this about? <laughs> that's not. That's not. That. You that's literally, literally
3: only had to beat Joe.
1: Like I'm on. so humble, I make the championship every year. It's, I mean, is, is, is
3: it not facts? No, because you made it four times before, and we've had this league
0: for That's like. That's not
1: why we're making fun of you right now. We're not we're not making fun of you because you make the championship. We're
0: making fun of you because you call yourself humble. Yeah, you're just mad. That was a terrible word. Eric's urked, but let's move on to Jerry's berries. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings
3: and welcome to the off season of Jerry's Berries. I am Jerry, your host... Jerry, 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 Jerry. Thank you. Jerry. I am your host three-time reigning points leader <laughs> Eric acclaimed I am a first ballot Hall of Famer thank you, Eric and one-time champion Jerry thank you um, I have no other content available at this time so uh, anyways quick Jerry's berries please renew your subscription yeah uh, join uh, join the, my only Jerry's account um, it's a ah. dollar a month so Thank you. Thank you for your time.
0: Shout out to Jerry, the only Jerry. Jerry, love it. Jerry, Jerry. All right, Ben. Ben, Connor made up Ben's amends for you. Uh, Not sure which direction you're gonna take this. I don't know if you know which direction you're gonna take it, but the floor is yours.
2: No, I don't. I don't really have a direction. uh, I'll come up with something maybe later in the pod, but I'm here. I'm here mainly. My whole point to be here is. To be swayed on the superflex. I'm gonna be honest. I think I'm the last person that needs to vote, and right now it's holding out at five six. Oh
0: shit! So Ben's like the arbiter of the superflex decision right now. So lay it on me. All right. We, you know, you previous day we got some definitely some rule changes to dive into today. Uh, but first, I just kind of wanted to talk a little about what's been going around on in the league during the off season. Some off season check ins Some highlights. Lots of stuff's been going on uh, around the league since uh, we last watched some football. Uh, first, Jerry, congratulations, man. Uh, tied the knot a few weeks back, uh, joining the club. A round of applause.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And, uh, and Hovey as well, also uh, tied the knot um i think a few weeks shout, out, shout, line, out, homie. shout, shout out, homie. out homie shout out Hobie! shout out ho let's go dude uh ben i don't remember when was uh jack born two two so he was like maybe like right at the end oh, of the wow. season but you know became a dad uh-huh. during the time what's uh give us a synopsis synopsis on a uh, dad life so far Whew, it's great dude it's so fun hanging out with this guy
2: he's such a character uh you hooked us up with some of the uh sleep training stuff um and this guy is sleeping through the night now so let's
3: go so let's your boy's go. feeling good life changer life changer for sure i have a quick question do you and jack have the same amount of titles in this league oof fuck jerry yes a yes love, we do love, love love jerry congrats ben i'm uh i'm starting love the ya.
0: the training the draft training early don't worry Future E champion champion azari Watch out. And then uh Curtis also we've mentioned earlier joined the uh the dad gang pretty soon here, having a baby boy here in a, a couple weeks, I think. Sometime in august Daddy gang. So shouts mm-hmm. out to Congrats, him. Congrats, Curtis. Has anyone heard an update on
3: his uh Word on the Street?
0: Uh no, not
1: really. Uh, Um, I was talking to him a little bit, like a a couple months ago and he he was trying to convince me that, uh, there's like reptile people, you know, like, and they like take over the bodies of normal humans, but they're actually lizards or something. So I, I, I have high hopes, but I mean, I, it was weird though. Like I was like, is this for your segment? And he was like, no, it's just research.
2: So. Dude, what is going on in Ferndale? What what is he
0: doing? We're gonna have to find out. Holy smokes! It be that should be the title of his segment. What is going We're on in Ferndale? <laughs> there we go. We got it. Uh, we had some some job movers around. Joe left his job. Now he's uh gonna be traveling the world here in about a week or so. He's heading to Europe. So uh, Where, where's he going? Nice. He's gonna be out there for a long time. Yeah, like f- a couple months, I think so he's oh, shit. Uh, so he's gonna draft from over there yeah so he's heading to germany first and then uh what we'll to see maybe we'll get some travel updates from joe uh nice. along the way here uh connor i know you were in a job situation here you were looking to travel and uh any any updates for the league uh yeah kind of uh it's I hope no one from my work
1: is listening Fingers crossed, but uh, basically I have a bunch of accrued uh, PTO from my years of service, so I'm going to take that in uh, August and September, and then I'm going to skadoodle, so. Whoa, so what's Should the next pod- move? Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to take a year off. Uh, I'm going to really focus on my burgeoning podcast career, as well as focus more on winning EEIG, because... I feel as though my heart and soul has been split over the past couple of years, trying to be a great commissioner, trying to be the number one podcast host. And I haven't put as much effort into being the best fantasy manager that I can be. Do so you, you to feel shout like out. you're being outshined by, by Eric on the podcast? Um, mm-hmm. In terms of performance, no. Um, in terms of every other part of my life, probably.
3: So. Shout out to our sponsors. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, we have a couple of new sponsors this year too. I, we have a couple of things in the, in the bag. This, this actually podcast is not sponsored. We're doing this for free. But you know, I, I hate to do things for free. But yeah, I, I we're working with a couple of different, uh, possible advertisers. So you know, a couple of cool things in the works. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, uh, you know, spoil anything. But let's just say, uh, dude, money's
0: flowing our way. You love to see it. Some other updates. Amac moved back to Montego. When so, did that happen? What? Pretty oh, recently. shout out ended, AMAC. Like shout out last A-Mac. month. He, uh, AMAC. Let's A-Mac's go, dude. AMAC. AMAC, get me on uh, every country club. Yeah. Ra- golf. He's actually in our time zone. That's crazy. I mean, he was in Seattle before, but now he's just back in Mucketillo. Wow. Can't believe he's and, in our uh, time zone now. Pretty crazy. A late edition here, update on the Connor Hovey one-on-one basketball. I don't know if there's much to update on. Um... When maybe is it? Maybe in August. Maybe when we do yeah, our I next don't know. league meetup. Uh, Dude, Wait, wait. So I was
3: I was talking to Hobie last weekend. He said he's putting in time at the gym, that working is on that jumper, oh. working on that three, working on those post moves. Man, Connor. Woo! Oh, oh. <sighs> I just looking
1: good. Uh, I, and I just I've done a lot of hiking in the spring and summer, which has been awesome, but I
0: just hurt my back really bad, so hopefully we wow. can still do it. Making we'll excuses see. already. Interesting. Um, I think so afraid, far I need to t- change the odds on this one. I think so
3: far the money's coming in on you, Connor, so far.
0: That is surprising because it felt like everyone was
1: against me at the end of last year.
3: Like, literally everyone said, oh, yeah, you're going to get wrecked. You're going
0: to get destroyed. Uh, I mean, I laid I laid you as the favorite in our last podcast, Connor, so. Yeah, that's what He's, you said uh, in
1: public. Who knows what you do in private, Eric? Didn't
2: Jordan and Tristan put some uh, put some money on the line?
3: Yeah, or Tristan. Did they, where did with, they fall? Tristan went with Hovey, and Jordan is on Connor. That's okay.
1: surprising because
0: Jordan's actually seen me play basketball. So. <laughs> One of the
3: few. Well, Jordan, Jordan
0: was also in the toilet bowl, so. Yeah. True. Who knows? But uh, yeah, some big, some big things going on across the league during the off season. So. Hey, when everyone. are we
1: having that meetup? By the way.
0: That's a good question. I feel like there there's not a date there. that works for everyone. Um, yeah. So you might just have to throw a weekend on the calendar and. And make it work. But. Yeah, we could do a we could do a mid like a mid season. Yeah, we don't have to do oh, it at the again. beginning. No. Yeah, That's that a... might be better. Yeah. yeah, I like that. But uh, uh, we have some, you know, we're, we're here to discuss the real changes, but wanted to, you know, kind of recap, look back on the past season, talk about some of our favorite things that that happened. So uh, we wanted to recap. Everyone give their favorite moment from the podcast last season. Uh, ben, I'll start with you. When you look back at uh, the pot question for Sunday in 2020, it was a big year for the podcast. what was your your favorite moment
2: uh so i think my favorite overall podcast was probably when tristan and curtis were on just great great content pure pure content i think the best moment though was uh when tristan dropped joe's track
1: absolute fire absolute fire (laughs) Shout out to Tristan for really making last year's podcast what it was. That was dude. It, it's on the a whole other level raised. now.
0: Yeah, for real. Oh, yeah. So shout out Tristan. The, the Joe test was definitely on my short list of best podcast moments. So I agree with you on that mm-hmm. one. Uh, uh, Connor, when you think about it, you obviously half of the show here. What was it? What was your favorite moment?
1: Uh, some might say more than half. Um, <laughs> but I think you know, I look back at last year's uh, podcast adventure. And there's one moment that springs to mind. And actually, it's really funny. I did this in the moment. Like, I did it, like, it came to my mind very late. And so I didn't, like, prepare. And I was kind of struggling to get all the software ready. But when we uh, dropped the anti-Tristan track to Tristan's face, I actually recorded all of our reactions on, on the camera. Like, I actually have a video on my PC of Tristan freaking out on his webcam about the song that we made for him. And for some reason, it's been sitting in my computer for like, whatever, six, seven months. So I got to get that out to the world. But that was probably one of my favorite moments was getting Tristan back for all the, the times he got us.
3: You got to post that. All
0: right, Jerry. Wh- I got to cut that down. Put it on YouTube. <laughs> Jerry, mm-hmm. when you look back at the at the podcast season, what was your moment, moment of the year?
3: Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I think Jerry's Berries was a was a hit. Um I also really enjoyed that the, the diss track back to Tristan. Um I was on that podcast and that was watching his expression when he realized what was happening was fantastic. Um Eric's reaction to the Joe diss track was also phenomenal. Um and then uh one of my favorite segments was Does Miles Sanders have COVID? It was a <laughs> weekly highlight, and to my knowledge, I don't know, Connor, if you have better sources, Miles Sanders does not have COVID. Do you hear?
1: Hold on one moment. Hold on one moment. I'm getting a signal from my source inside the Eagles organization.
0: Miles Sanders does not have COVID. Back to you. There you go. Thank you, Connor. I mean, you you guys kind of... You guys stole my list of best moments. I definitely had the Joe diss track was up there. I mean, you could pick any of the diss tracks. I feel like you know that was always a big highlight of the podcast. Oh, but Joe's was so good though. The Jerry's berries always a highlight. Uh, You mentioned one other thing. One other thing,
3: McCorry not listening to his and then having it replayed like weeks later. That was fantastic too.
2: (laughs) That was good. That was good. Yeah
1: that was good too the oh yeah mccory always coming on the podcast talking mad shit telling me and eric how much we suck and then like we asked him about which ones he's listened to and he just doesn't listen to them. <laughs> it's so funny to me
0: <laughs> i like the uh, i like how we did last year we ended with like the end of the year awards i feel like that was a good show to end to end the podcast mm-hmm. season on and then when we I, had when we had the Tristan and distract jerry was lit for that podcast that was one of my favorite moments just uh listening to jerry Uh, go off at the end there so definitely some big moments uh on the pod in 2020 so uh we got some big shoes to fill for 2021 connor i don't know how we're gonna do it um i don't some of these segments we had obviously the diss tracks is not making its way back but uh curtis with the man on the street what's going on in ferndale what's up in ferndale we will be making Mm -hmm. this replacement jerry i don't know what you're gonna be doing with jerry's berry so that's going to be a recurring thing but uh maybe looking for some new podcast submissions from other members of the league. Always good to get some participation from everyone. So if you have an idea or you just, you just want to participate, maybe me and Connor can pitch a couple ideas to you. Um, let us know and uh, we can make it part. It doesn't have to be a weekly thing. It could be, you know, maybe every other week, whatever you want to do once a month. it be a one-off. Fuck. Exactly. One-off. Um, you know, like, uh, like Joe, Joe's picks. Joe knows know? was Joe's picks. Were yeah, Joe like knows, week, It could be. It, so it could be like was... you know
1: something you do for a couple of weeks, but it turns out all your predictions are incorrect, and then you just stop submitting predictions. Yeah. Pre-
3: yeah. yeah. Did uh, did uh, did anyone file a missing persons report for Joe Knows? I feel like that was a thing, <laughs> and then it just kind of kind of wasn't. I don't know. He might not but, have had a reception
1: in Germany. Not
0: sure.
3: Yeah. Ho- hopefully, knows. hopefully He's Joe's on in Germany, Germany by now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah uh but we also wanted to list some things we missed during the fantasy offseason connor gave some examples for us to work off here his examples were hearing his beautiful voice every week and having something to distract you from work uh connor i guess just give us one here what was what was one of the biggest things you missed during the fantasy offseason
1: actually i got three um
0: but yeah i was just thinking things we could talk about with like man
1: You know, fantasy football, some people think it's, you know, four months a year. For me, it's a lifestyle. But there are times in the year where, you know, there's no football being played. There's no podcast to listen to. You know, I don't get harassed by Eric about rule changes or people not accepting his trade offers. So I was like, man, what do I miss the most about, you know, between my life between September and January And I I got a couple options. The first one I miss the most, I miss getting all the texts from the boys. I feel like, you know, we're guys. Guys are guys, you know. It's like I don't have to talk to you guys every day and know you're doing all right, you know. But it's like it is kind of nice, though, when you're getting in that fantasy football season. All of a sudden, you get a text, you know, from Hovey or, you know. Maybe you get a Discord message from Tristan, and it's like, oh, yeah, everyone's starting to chirp up a little bit. I like that a lot. Sometimes, though, it's tough, though. You know, I live in Portland, so sometimes people forget about me, like, when they invite a bunch of people over for their birthday. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I'm down here. I'm hanging out and uh, having a good old time. Second thing I miss about the uh, fantasy football season is I miss watching football. I don't know about you guys. I just miss watching football in general Uh, That is coming back Which should be a lot of fun And so I'm definitely looking forward to Not moving every Sunday from like You know 7am to like 5pm I always enjoy that And my final thing I miss is Drafting trash running backs That seems to be my number one strategy every year Is I take really bad running backs So hopefully I'm going to come back this year And I'm going to spend a ton of my auction budget On guys who barely play I can't wait
0: I love it Ben, Jerry, any any additional things you're missing uh, during the fantasy offseason?
2: I think the number one thing that I miss, oh, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about this, are Connors' <clears throat> absolutely explicit advertisements. Love them. Love them. I think even more than actually listening to them, though, what I appreciate is the thought
0: of Connor thinking of those at work. <laughs> it's just the best. That's what I miss, and with some new sponsors this year. I mean, who knows what we're gonna get? Oh out of yeah. Connor. Uh, oh yeah, can't wait.
1: Yeah, those take a lot longer than you'd think. You know, I, I waste a lot of time at the office.
0: It's uh, oh, appreciated, Jerry. Anything to add on on this one here? Uh, yeah,
3: well, kind of. Uh, things I don't miss: um, Eric just bitching about people's uh, waiver wire ads. <laughs> That would be one. Um, Joe, telling everyone to buy low, sell high. That would be another. Um, Things I do miss. Yeah, the the ad reads are great. Shout out to our sponsors. Thank you so much. Um, Just kind of everything, the banter, Tristan's gifts, Chris not knowing what's going on,
0: I feel like yeah, yeah, just the just the general. The, the Discord definitely dries up during the off season, so you know it was good to oh, see yeah. some some nice back and forth going on uh, now that we're getting closer to draft time. Speaking of Chris, I did see me and Chris hung out there in the off season. I forgot to mention that I made we made our way down to San Diego about a month ago. So uh, got to I'll hang out with Chris and Ashley, doing yeah. down there. He's doing good. He got to meet Keala. She, nice. she wasn't. She wasn't too keen of him, but. It was uh, how, how, how can you tell? Uh, she, she was more interested in Ashley. She uh, she took on to Ashley, but not so Chris much. Chris is better Chris. half.
1: I think yeah. we all are, to be honest.
0: Yeah. A.K. I, I also learned his nickname is Uncle Smokey. That's what uh, <laughs> given to him by Ashley's parents. So. Uh, Ooh. Some may call him Chris. by his parents. we can also call him. His parents are really chill. Chris, That's a.k.a. Really uncle Smokey. So shout out, Uncle Smokey. That's hilarious. Uncle, uncle Smokey, Smokey. I, like that. <laughs> I thought
1: that. was. dog. I thought you were going to say that was
0: uh, given to him by his sister. So technically, Chris is an uncle, but it's even funnier that it wasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times down there in San Diego. Uh, biggest. Connor also listed biggest game changer in fantasy football 2021. Uh, I was just thinking about this earlier. I think the new schedule could end up being a game changer in 2021. This like since it's the first year moving to uh 17 games just not really knowing how teams are going to like play the end of the season uh given the additional game will it just be like normal like week 17 becomes week 18 and so forth will teams play it different we don't really know obviously it's going to be during fantasy playoffs so kind of could maybe throw a monkey wrench and things but that's i'm curious to see how that uh shakes out as far as you know being a potential changer to the fantasy landscape this year uh, you guys got anything else to add on that one?
1: Yeah, man, I got something. Um, I feel like this is going to be a weird year. With, I feel like there's going to be a huge lack of quality tight ends. I feel like once I've been looking at some stuff and it seems like Kelsey is getting super drafted, at least in terms of like rounds. Of course, we have an auction, right? And then you have Kittle. And then it just seems like maybe a Waller and then it just falls off and so it's going to be kind of interesting because i don't know what it is if it's just quarterbacks are spraying the ball around a lot more or if it's just like very modern football and that you have a lot of players playing the same position like running back by committee tight end by committee whatever but it just seems like uh it's not as you know it's not like the
0: old days where you could just draft some guy and leave him there for sure uh jerry you got anything for this one a bit fancy game changer
3: Uh, Maybe not necessarily, well, I guess it somewhat impacts fantasy, but the new NFL rule about um, forfeiting games and not rescheduling could have a huge impact. Um, Obviously, last year we had what, that was that Steelers-Ravens game was on like a Wednesday or something. Um, That wouldn't happen this year. That would just be a straight-up forfeit. So definitely COVID is still a thing and still probably going to be impacting the fantasy world for 2021.
0: Just got to make sure you draft those vaccinated players. Gotta be...
3: Shout out Cole Beasley.
0: <laughs> we don't got to worry about him. We know who's who's going to draft Cole Beasley. So uh, we'll <laughs> shout, shout out AMAC. Shout, shout out AMAC. Ben, any, any game changers for 2021 here? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, we have a lot of rule changes, you know, coming up uh, on the board here. So, uh, you know, I, I honestly, I don't – I'm glad that we – I think are deciding to keep defenses. That's um, that's a big one. Uh, I think the most impactful one is probably going to be super and what we decide to do with that. Uh, so we All shall right.
0: see. You set up segue right into us. We got we got to discuss some real changes here. This will be the majority of the podcast, and uh, we will re-put up polls. Uh Connor, I'll have you put up the polls since clearly Dude, I didn't Dude, I a can't remember how to job. make poll
1: bot work. God damn. Last
0: time, we should probably I'll make a poll text channel too in the league so it doesn't just flood the general chat. Yeah, I was trying to find them uh, afterwards and I didn't realize yeah. what
1: section it was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh
0: first is we had some rule changes I threw out that I feel like um there was clear decisions on how the league wanted to go. Uh defenses are staying in. Um the ir spots it sounds like the it looked like the majority of people voted to keep the two ir spots
1: yeah yeah but but we got to talk about that a little bit because i feel like people don't understand that if we go to a super flex we're adding a starting spot and so for it means if we're start adding a starting spot and we keep two irs that means that we are thinning out the waiver wire even more so um which i feel like no one has mentioned so I just okay. want to get that out there. Because so maybe, uh, personally, I would say if we, if we go Superflex, which I would say I'm in favor of, I would probably prefer one IR slot. So
0: maybe we, uh, once a decision is made on Superflex, then uh, once the information is made on like the starting spots, then we can come to a decision Yeah, it's a, it's a decision
1: tree, you yeah. know, and we're working our way up it.
0: And then um, the playoff scheduling was another one I threw out, and it looked like... Uh, keeping it the same as before, just moving it up a week with the NFL schedule. So having playoffs be 15, 16, 17 was the uh, majority choice. I kind of like the idea of a two-week championship, but week 14 in the NFL will have bye weeks, and that would be the first week of playoffs. So I feel like that kind of hampers any idea of going to any other kind of playoff schedule because it seems kind of lame to have playoffs and have people have potentially teams have people on bye.
3: So yeah, I would agree. Like, like if the NFL moved by weeks the last week, be yeah. 13, then I think the two-week championship makes a lot of sense. But yeah. as long as there's bi-weeks in 14, like, we're kind of handcuffed there.
0: Yeah, for sure. So we'll just have to see if they adjust it moving forward. I would, my hope is that they change it moving forward so that, like you said, by weeks end in week 13 or 12 or something like that. And we have flexibility with the playoff schedule. But right now, I'd say we really don't. We kind of just got to go with what we were doing before. It's moved up a week. So... Now it's time for the two big debates. There's two, two highly decisive kind of uh, potential league changes um, up for debate today. The first is Superflex. There was also a lot of chat in the Discord about how we should bring back kickers. So um, we want to talk about those two points, kind of have people lay out cases for each side. And then we'll put up polls in the Discord. Um, Connor will create a channel and then put up the polls. One of us will put up the polls, whoever can figure out how to do it correctly. And then uh, we'll have everyone vote. So, first, I wanted to start Superflex. Um, ben, as we've kind of said, is kind of the, he's on the fence on some of these decisions. He's the Anthony Kennedy of the group. So, he's going to hear out these some of these arguments, maybe kind of give his opinion at the end. I um, feel like, you know, Ben, ben can maybe be a voice, voice for the league in this conversation. Uh, We'll start with Superflex, Jerry. We had we asked you to come on because in the original poll for Superflex, you voted against adding it into the starting lineup. So um, I'll start with you. Why? Maybe why do you think why do you think Superflex should not be added into the EEIG?
3: Um, well, I think the more starting spots we have, and the more added. Um, options we have in our starting lineup, I think that points an advantage to those people that pay attention more to fantasy than those that do not. Um not to say some people don't follow fantasy or care about it very much, but I think in terms of a level playing field, I think adding a starting roster another roster spot with a second QB that we haven't done before or you know, potential QB um, only gives those with more kind of other you know fancy football background experiences and whatnot more of an advantage than those that do not. Um, I rather you know beat people straight up than with an advantage. You know what I
0: mean? I don't know how we want to do this. Do you want to want to, do we want to go back and forth on points that are made? Do we just want to all lay out our cases, Connor? What are you thinking? Um, well I I think that we should not have started with Jerry trying to prove a
1: negative. Um but uh when it comes to I think that's a great point though, to be honest. And in truth, I feel like we I feel like every year, at least every other year, we mix up the rules of the league like a little bit, and it generally does tend to favor those who are more involved um with fantasy. And I just want to be very clear Area when you and I say people more involved, we're talking about Joe, right? Joe and Eric. Joe and Joe Eric.
3: Eric. <laughs> Joe and Eric primarily. Okay, that's that's fair. I mean,
1: Eric eh, a little luck, but at least Joe is skill. Um, can I say something? But it's oh. one of those things. Uh, I think Eric
3: has more title appearances.
1: It's <laughs> possible, but the reputation of Joe, I think, is much more massive. You know. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> yeah, go ahead.
0: Four okay, so for I a fair point by Jerry. Obviously, if we move to Superflex, there's multiple people in the league who have never played Superflex. There are some people in the league uh, who have played Superflex. So maybe the first year, um, those people who have done Superflex before could have an advantage just because they've been a part of it before. You also could have said the same thing, though, about the auction draft when we switched to auction draft. There were At that point, there were multiple people in the league who had never done an auction draft, a few people who had. So you could have said there was a similar advantage there. I wouldn't say... You know there was never any concern brought up then about the change to auction i think it's been overwhelmingly the majority of the people would say it was a good change for the league um on the auction i would just also say like to any change we make in general i think one of the great parts of this league is that there has been a lot of change i think since Connors took taken over as commissioner um, overall as a league we've tried to do a lot of things different we've done, we've made a lot of changes um maybe some didn't work out but i think Overwhelmingly, the majority of the, the changes we have made have had an extremely positive impact on the league, and they've made the league a lot more competitive and a lot more fun for everyone. So I would say um, just to any of this stuff, change can be good for the league. Um, Connor also, there's also a point I brought up that, like, not just Connor brings up, people in the league bring it up all the time. Oh, Eric just... Uh, brings up changes to because it gives himself an advantage to win. Uh, it's, it's always brought up all the time and what I would say is that uh, I'm not bringing up changes because I think it gives me an advantage. Uh, I'm bringing up change to the league because I think it makes the league more competitive and it makes the league more fun. I feel like the people who say this are just making excuses because they aren't as good as me at fantasy. They can't beat me. They see me on top every year. They have to make some excuse themselves about why they aren't as good as me as me at fantasy so they make this uh unreasonable point of how oh i just bring up change because it gives me an advantage it's like no i'm just better than you and yes. whether whatever changes are made it's not going to matter what changes oh, are made okay erickson you said three points
2: Jeez. none of which are actual arguments the first one you just proved jerry's point you know uh wasn't accurate fine whatever the second point you said,
0: uh, change has one, been good it, for the it, league. It has. It has been. Yeah, but, but what you're, you're
2: saying, what you're it gave an advantage. That, that,
0: is, advantage.
3: Is, that yeah. is true. That is true. Change. The changes the we made. What are you're saying had is wrong that wrong, for
2: us to believe okay. that this change is good, we must only look at the past, right? We must like what you're saying is that since all the other changes have been good, this one must be
0: good. And I don't. Okay. I don't subscribe that, to that. I can hear that. You want to, and then you want to hear like a fancy reason why I think Superflex is good.
2: Yeah, like I, I want to specific reason okay. why why you think Here's why I think this specific but...
0: rule will be good for us. I think with the landscape of how our our scoring and roster construction is laid out now, there's like a clear tiers in positional value. So like running back is clearly the most important position in our league. If you look at like past champions, uh, since probably since we've gone to 12 leagues or whatever, or the current format we're in now, I'd say all of them had to have been strong at running back. Like, if you're not strong at running back, your chances of winning the league are pretty slim. And then, so that's clearly number one position. Below that is wide receivers. And then there's a clear gap between, like, tight ends and quarterbacks. Those are clearly the two least valuable positions. And I think it's bad when there's two positions when, like, for a lot of people, the strategy is either I want the very best player at that position or I want to spend like one dollar and get like a guy who maybe could finish in the top five or six, but I he doesn't cost much. Like tight end, you want Travis Kelsey, or you want to draft like Jerry drafted like Darren Waller for a dollar like two years ago, and like he became the big tight end that year. Or like quarterback, you want to draft like Patrick Mahomes, or you want to get like. Lamar Miller. Jerry, I drafted
1: Lamar Miller for a dollar the year the year before he went
0: off. Jerry got or Lamar rogers hey, Aaron Rodgers for a dollar last year. Exactly, maybe. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's like for a lot of people, that's like the the strategy is like get the best guy or the worst guy, and we have two positions that are like that. So this kind of shows like the value of those positions are super low. So when you make it when you add a super flex, the value of quarterback like nears it goes up on that tier with running back, and so like those middle those middle quarterbacks like become so much more valuable because you need to start two of them and so it just makes it um so like the the i think we could there's other changes we could make to kind of make it so that all the positions have as close to an even value as possible so there's not just like i called it like formulas there's like one formula to win it's like have strong running back be pretty good at wide receiver and then hopefully get lucky like quarterback or tight end you want to be good at one of them you could have some luck break your way with injuries obviously and then you have a chance to win it all. So it's like, as you kind of make the positions more even, it gives people different options for how they can manage their teams. So like last year, Tristan spent $70 on McCaffrey and like halfway through the year, he gets hurt. It's like, he's kind of fucked on what he can do because he can only, tra- if he, he needs to get a running back, he can only trade with someone who's also strong at running back. And there's like so few of those teams. Like last year, it was like two or three teams. It's like Jerry, me, and Joe. Well, it's like Jerry hasn't made Jerry hasn't made a trade, and like I don't even know when when Jerry's made a trade. So it's like maybe he's probably not going to trade with Jerry. So then he's like, he has yeah, to well, trade. Look, look at the offers. Look at the offers. Yeah, exactly. He, he has to trade with me and Joe. He's put in a shady situation. It's like well, maybe he ha- he has McCaffrey. Maybe if it's a super flex, he has three or four maybe strong quarterbacks. So he has options there as like how he can construct his team. Whereas like right now his only option is like he if. If your star running back gets hurt you have to trade for a running back there's not that many to trade for so it's like you have to get lucky on the waiver wire it just makes it like your options are really slim on like how you can manage your team i think like the more rules that we add small stuff to like make the positional values more even it gives people more options on how they can construct their teams and uh like gives people a better chance of putting together a, a playoff team or a championship team Can I say something real quick? I feel like this
1: conversation would already be over if Eric, you and I went with my initial strategy for how to portray this to the league. And yet, we didn't. You guys were
2: conspiring behind our
1: back? No, No, I was. I was trying
2: to.
1: I was conspiring. I had a, I thought, I have information that people voted against Superflex because Eric is pro Superflex. Legitimate information on that. And so my theory was, well, how about then you come out as neutral or anti, and then I'll come out as pro, and then we'll rig the ballot. And I was like, also we should bring people on the podcast who are pro Superflex, so people think everyone around them is pro Superflex. Absolute propaganda. I know, and and, and, and Eric was not for it. And not on top, and, and I was like, hey, maybe Eric has some like really good argument. We don't need to rig the vote
0: at all. But clearly he doesn't. I feel um, like that was a great argument. Fantasy wise, my argument makes a ton I of I do too. I'm
2: not gonna lie. Uh, it was much better than I'm, the first I'm, I'm argument. The my first argument was no
3: good Superflex. I, feel I like think that people are scared. Well, okay,
1: hold, okay, hold on a sec, man. I think that one of the pros as to why we should possibly consider going to Superflex is because of just the quarterback position in general. Um with twelve teams, there's thirty two starting quarterbacks. How many of those thirty two starting quarterbacks are actually good, right? 15 I mean it's the hardest position to play in the nfl so getting a starting quarterback that's actually good is pretty important you know we, i think you can underplay it and say oh yeah i got this guy for a dollar he turned out okay but it's like if you have patrick mahomes you plug and play every week you're doing just fine right and yeah you you pay a premium in the auction for that but it's solid if you have because really superflex. let's be honest it's a two quarterback league but the superflex allows you to play A different position in case your quarterbacks are on bye. so really it's two quarterback um I mean having that second option first of all it means quarterbacks themselves like you kind of mentioned are much more important and also you're like okay when you're on Sunday and you're watching football okay yeah, yeah okay I have Patrick Mahomes but my second quarterback I'm playing is you know Trey Lance it's like that he could go off who knows I think it makes watching football a lot more fun Because then you're going to have some second-tier quarterback who is not going to go off every week, but maybe he does. And all of a sudden, he throws four touchdowns, 300 yards, and you're like, holy shit, Trey Lance just won me the game. Awesome. And then you're going to have times where you play, I don't know, a Big Ben in that second slot, and he's going to totally suck. But regardless, I just think it makes things way more fun and interesting and makes watching football more entertaining. Yeah,
0: I think the first draft, like if we do go to Superflex, it might come with a learning curve, just because a lot of people haven't done before.
1: Well, how I've, how how do you how does the how does that change the auction draft? Like, could you kind of? It sounds like you've done an auction Superflex. Yeah, I've been in yeah, the auctions or, with Superflex, which I have not. So, what is the difference?
0: I mean, it just raises the value of all quarterbacks. Like, um, so
1: does it, so that means it must lower the value of the other positions.
0: Correct? And yeah, obviously, the other positions are going to drop down with that. Um, yeah, and then like, I mean, some people. Some people might draft, like, if you're... How Ben drafted his team last year would be great for a Superflex. You wanna you don't just want to have two quarterbacks because what if one sucks or what if one gets injured then you're to the waiver wire, there might not be anybody left. You like, three, four quarterbacks so you can see people draft in a Superflex league because stuff's going to happen. Injuries are going to happen. Quarterbacks aren't going to play well. It's like if you have four good quarterbacks, well, then you have, like, two huge trade chips for your team. Like, last year, Ben had... Uh, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and I can't remember who. Russell was, Wilson. Russell Wilson. Well, it's like he right, was, but it was one QB league. So one QB league. He's he's able. He was only able to trade one of them. He traded Josh Allen, and he got back Tyler Lockett, who like had just come off the biggest game of the season. He obviously things could have gone better for Tyler Lockett after that. But for well, the rest Russell of, Wilson started to really suck for the rest of the kinda... season. Tyler Lockett was like a really no. mediocre wide receiver. So this shows like the value of like Josh Allen was like the number one or number two quarterback in the whole league in fantasy last year and his value in a trade was tyler lockett so it just kind of shows like how weak the position value of quarterback is when like the very best guy is getting like a mid-tier wide receiver back in return whereas if we were a super flex league like if ben was decided i'm gonna trade josh allen he's gonna get like a he's gonna get a huge improvement to his team back in return if like josh if he has three or four quarterbacks
1: yeah, I mean, you said that Aaron Rodgers was worth Alexander and Madison last year, right? At,
0: at, at late in the season, yes.
1: So you did say that, right? So, which is crazy in a one-quarterback league, but it would be absurd in a in a superflex, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, that trade would never be offered in a superflex league, but yeah,
1: or a, or a one-quarterback league.
2: <laughs> I like the idea of bringing the quarterbacks up to the you know, not quite elite running back level, but but close. Uh, in terms of value. And I think that having uh, another position on the team at that level of value kind of adds uh, more variability into the week to week, you know, points accumulation. I don't know. I,
0: I think I'm into it.
1: I think I'm into it. What do you think, Jerry?
3: Well, I also think last year was a really high scoring quarterback year, whereas most most is extreme, but a lot of quarterbacks scored relatively similar, so it actually wasn't that much of a variance between your quarterback twos across the league, and yeah, I don't know, I mean if the votes go the way to a super flex, I would support that you know, I'm one that supports elections so, um, yeah, if it goes that way that's fine, but I just think overall it would give a big advantage to a few people, um, depending on how the draft goes, and I don't think it would give a few people a very good chance of having a playoff or even a championship team.
2: But what I don't like about that argument is that you're 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 saying that. You don't want to reward people that put in the extra time to, uh, you know, make their team better. And if that's the whole goal is to have a completely level playing field, then we might as well just roll the dice, you know, the whole season. And I just, I, I don't, I don't know if I subscribe to that. It just, like, there has to be some reward for putting in all the extra effort. Yeah, obviously, Joe and Eric watch way more football than I do. I don't even really like football. I just like fantasy football uh yeah it's going to benefit them way more than me but i i think that uh that's that's kind of the goal of fantasy football right is that it's not just pure luck there's a huge element of luck but you know putting in extra time and understanding how players are going to perform like will inherently benefit you and I, i just i don't think that that's a i don't want that to be our one sole argument against this thing
0: yeah, I mean, things could break bad for me. I could draft three quarterbacks, and two of them get injured the first week, and the third one loses his job, and I'm in the total bowl. Like it could happen. Just like you know, it could happen. Now I could draft Derrick Henry and Aaron Jones this year, and they could both get season-ending injuries. I think there's you know, variance is going to happen. It I think it'll make the league more exciting. It uh, it gives more flexibilities to people roster-wise. I think there's other changes we could. We don't have to talk about this year, just things to float out there. There's stuff like tight end premium. So like if we do half, I'm
1: never gonna do tight end if we premium. do half
0: a point play that right now. If we do half point PPR, we could do a tight end as 0.65 PPR. Or we could do a first down bonus. So if you get a first down as a receiver, running back, it's like an extra point five. So yeah. it's just there's just ways to make the positional values more even. I think the if we have the goal in mind of like trying to stop the spread and positional value it just gives people more ways they can and run their team it just makes things more interesting it makes it more fun because you have like different options whereas right now i think you're opt- like the way you can like optimally run your team to have like the best team obviously there's going to be people everyone does it different everyone has their own method to the madness everyone's you know can run their team however they want and like certain strategies are going to work sometimes and other strategies may um go over the top the year it's just going to vary every year but i feel like with the the different changes we could add just gives people more options on how they can construct their roster here
1: are you a pro or against bringing back kickers
0: ben or jerry did you say here, you know? oh, i didn't hear you oh i said jerry
1: sorry no. <laughs>
3: Oh my bad. Did I mumble? Oh, um, I don't really care. Probably. I mean, the difference between a good kicker and bad kicker is probably not very much, right? In general, like you have one time, like you know, kickers go off for like twenty-four points, and then you're kind of fucked if you're going against that person. Yeah, person, kind of but it. you know, I, I don't, not very passionate on the topic.
1: I'm just trying to negotiate, because I could be but down if, with bringing back kickers, by the way. If we I mean, did add a super squat. flex, don't would even keep going? For, for the memes. <laughs> for for no actual statistical reason, just because it'd be nice to have kickers back. Well, we can have the points. I don't care.
0: See, the thing is, I we, feel like the people we who can, are...
1: We can, we can divide their point total by 10.
0: The people who are pro kicker they aren't in, they aren't on and they're board. all the same they aren't on board with the half points they would rather it be full kickers or no kickers they're like the half kicker is a lame in don't speak for the
1: pro kicker group within
2: the discipline. Okay I mean is this at first when this was brought up I didn't even think it was serious I thought AMAC was just bringing it up to get a rise out of Eric and I'm still not convinced that that's not why it was brought up Surely it worked do you want me to? Is this, to make is this a legit? Is this a legit question? Is this a legit question? Are we actually considering bringing back
0: kickers? I feel like the 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 people who are uh, anti some of these other changes because they think it gives me an advantage. Think that the only reason we got rid of the kickers is because it gave me an advantage. Again, no no correlation there. The argument for kickers in fantasy huh? is is idiotic. People want to claim like they know how to pick kickers. Um, they can find the best matchups it's not true at all there's if yeah you just, exactly it's a, if it's you,
1: like uh you're rolling the dice for the couple points to see how you do you know but it's not it's not a couple
0: points like if you if, well, you if we if we divided all points by it's 10, not, but the, it would be a okay but like the full kicker argument it's like look at the kickers the number one kicker last year was jason sanders points wise he wasn't drafted most of the kickers who placed in the top 12 weren't drafted they were free agent ads like close to 75% most years of them weren't drafted. If you if you said that about any other position, you would say fantasy football is ridiculous. If you said 75% of the top 12 running backs were undrafted, you'd be like, "Well, fantasy football is dumb because we don't even draft the best players." You could that's what you would say about kickers. Most of the best kickers every year aren't drafted. They average well, like Well, that
1: that argument doesn't make sense. That just means that people don't understand kickers and are drafting poorly for that position it doesn't but necessarily everyone mean...
0: throughout who all plays fancy every year is just like yeah they, they don't understand the time it. they're picking the wrong yeah. kicker and they're yeah. averaging like 10 the highest kicker on average points a game last year was young Wei he averaged 11.2 points per game so that'd be only 1.1 it wouldn't be 1.1 because that's wouldn't that wouldn't be the the vote that the league would want to come to <laughs> if you look at these players averaged less than 11 a game last year. Cooper Cup averaged less than 11 a game. Did you, did you already have this information on kickers like ready to go? No, I looked it up. Cooper Cup, who's drafted for $23, he averaged less than 11 a game. Uh, Odell Beckham, J.K. what are we yeah, doing? What are we doing It just shows kickers <laughs> are dumb. We shouldn't have them. It's a stupid position. I think we're all in agreement on that. This is what I
1: think. I think
0: that I'm just gonna no, Connor's move to.
1: Memes. I'm gonna I'm gonna move to negotiate hard with those in the league who are anti Superflex. If we don't go
0: to Superflex this season, I'm bringing back the questionable for Sunday Twitter account. The thing was, kick okay, here Ben, you say I'm gonna bring it back, and I'm the, gonna fucking tweet on that thing, and it's, you guys are gonna hate it. I don't know if you remember. Nobody wants that
1: back
2: no one you, wants
0: it back i don't know if you remember the kicker <laughs> my vote. my last chip the kicker vote last year was like five to five and then spencer it was five keep it as half points five get rid of it and spencer voted to go to full points so it was five five one meaning hovey was the last vote of deciding kickers and yeah. some inside baseball here spencer texted hovey and said hey it's up to half points or no kickers, and he said, "Well, if its kicker is going to be half points, even though I want them, we should just get rid of them because half points is dumb." He said, Yohovi, I'll buy you a case of beer if you vote to do no kickers." <laughs> so that's that was that was the deciding that was the deciding vote. Uh, and See, people have been rigging these kickers.
1: discord polls for years eric why can't we do it on
0: so you say, our forum of the you, podcast you say everyone is in favor of kick, if eliminating kickers but it came down to a a bribed vote was the deciding vote in eliminating kickers last year so i feel like yeah. something has to be said i feel like people again God people it, we eliminated kickers i think like, but people don't understand why it's dumb like people and teams in like in an amac is like well Kicking it, field goals are such a integral part of the game. They 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 swing the game of football. Like those three points could decide the football game. So why doesn't it decide the fantasy game?
1: Well, it's not just three points. I mean, kickers are the highest
0: scoring player on each team. But it's like there's there's a million things that happen in a football game that swing swing the outcome. You're right. You are right. But it doesn't matter. But there's a million things that happen that's so game that aren't. I have in fantasy. a question.
3: I have a question that's not. I'm kind of over the kickers. Anyways, um, if we were to add a super flex, would we remove one of our two flex spots? Because we currently have one QB, two running backs, three receivers, right. tight end, flex, flex, DST. So would we remove one of those positions or would we have an additional super flex that's a to that question. spot?
0: I would vote we just add the super flex but uh, I think that's th- what I was thinking as well I think three wide that's- receivers kind of like I was saying in the helping the value of the positions when there's more of them you have to start it helps the value of the position like when you have to start two quarterbacks it helps the value when you have to start three wide receivers and potentially five with the two flex spots it helps the positional value um, I guess you could maybe argue it makes running back a little bit stronger because you could start four of them if you had four really good ones but um i don't i don't know i'm kind of up in the air on this one but i would agree i would my original thought is just add super flex keep the rest the same
3: okay i mean 11 starters is a lot it's a lot it's a for a
2: 12 team league that's a bare I, bones that's why I was, i'm not
1: I really If to do that we got to get rid of an ir slot because yeah. yeah two IRs plus adding, 11 yeah it's a lot
3: Plus Bring whatever the benches
1: is it's six or
3: seven, which is Yeah, we're gonna a lot of Eric Erickson, Carlos Hyde, you should bet for him, yeah. Rance. We're gonna have a lot of hundred and
1: ninety dollar men not do anything
0: <sighs> Wayne the lane. Shout, shout out oh, Wayne Goldman Shout uh, out Joe. Alright, I feel like we uh I feel like on Superflex we had a good conversation on kind of the two sides of it. Um Again, we'll have a, a pull-up in the Discord. Um, we'll get it up tonight. Don't and, uh, make me bring back the goddamn question for Sunday Twitter account. Don't make me do it. Because I will. Do it. but uh. Don't make me. Ben, as, as the voice of reason here for the league, uh, any final thoughts here on Superflex and Kicker?
2: Mm, I still haven't heard a very compelling argument to not do super flex um i think that that's the step in the right direction but i do think that if we do that we need to free up one of the spots on the team um whether it's an ir on the bench or a flex spot starting i think that that's that's too many players um yeah so we gotta we gotta hold some polls here i mean uh draft day is gonna sneak up on here think about on us here quick
1: yeah anyone know off the top of their head the first nfl game google it
3: i mean but seven benches and two irs is a lot i think you should force some people to make positions there so i think either benches or ir is going to go down yeah in my opinion
1: i think well the reason why i would prefer to get rid of a ir slot i felt like the reason why we got two was because of covid last year Now, most
0: people are vaccinated. I think the risk of games slipping or people missing time is lower. I think that's a fair compromise. I think one is fair. I think uh, there'll be less COVID uh, Uh games missed, hopefully. That's the hope at this point. And truthfully,
1: I don't think that adding a super... If we get rid of the one IR slot, I actually think that adding a super flex is not... Actually, it's going to make waiver wire probably better because... Usually, on waivers anyways, the top 10 people are quarterbacks, right? Like, by total points scored, They're just shitty quarterbacks. So yeah. those guys are probably going to be on people's rosters, which means that if, if you give at least an IR slot, maybe in theory you'd have more running backs or wide receivers
0: on waivers, possibly. Yeah, it may not impact to be thin, though. waiver wires as much as, like, originally thought. Because, yeah, since a lot of the people, the, the extra roster's, starting spot would be a quarterback for um the majority of the league all right i think uh i don't think we have anything else to add on the debates here um we want to wrap up today with some way too early predictions so each of us want to give our pick for league champion a surprise playoff team and a total poll winner um jerry let's go to you first give us your three picks on those
3: Uh, what were the three again? Sorry,
0: league champion, surprise playoff team, and total bowl winner. Mm. You want some time to think on this one? Yeah, maybe. All right, Connor, uh, you got something prepared for us. What do you? What do you like in these categories?
1: Uh, so in terms of uh, who I think is gonna win the year, my pick for champion, I'm gonna choose myself. You know, I had a little bit of a down year last year. Had some running back issues. Uh, made a bad trade, Uh, you know, classic. Those two things plague my fantasy football career, which is why I get awful trade offers. Um, In terms of surprise playoff team, I think this is the year that AMAC makes it to the playoffs. I like it. And I'm laughing because I played him in the playoffs like two years ago, so he's made it before. (laughs) But anyways, shout out (laughs) AMAC. Hey, Mac, uh, do me a favor. When you're listening to this podcast, can you give us some feedback from me and Eric on uh, improvements? Because you're very good at that. Uh, my Toilet Bowl winner is going to be Chris.
0: Not, not, not a lot of surprise there. Uh, ben, what are your picks you, for Chris. this one?
2: I am not going to choose myself myself for champion. Uh, I'm going to go with Hovey. He's had a, he's had a good stretch lately uh just feeling strong about hope i think this might be a good year for him uh surprise playoff team probably jordan um i think he he's kind of had a bad stretch lately and he's gonna revert to mean and uh and and make the cut um, and uh toilet bowl winner that's yeah, gotta be chris
0: Chris. No respect for Uncle Smokey. Uncle Smokes. <laughs> Alright. Uh champion. It's gonna be Ben or Curtis. It's gonna be one of the new dads. You know, I became a new oh, dad man. last year and won the championship. I feel like the the streak will continue. So Ben or Curtis. Maybe you guys will match up in the championship. Curtis will go worse the first. Uh surprise playoff team. I'm I'm going with Uncle Smokey. He's gonna break his Miss playoff streaks. I don't remember the last time he made it, it was like 2014 or 2015 uh, or something like that. We will we'll have to look at the ESPN history, but you know, there may be some changes made where Chris will have no idea what to do with them. But I feel like he will. Uh, he'll figure it out, and uh, the you know luck will strike right for Kirk, for, for Uncle Smokey this year, and uh, he'll end the playoff snide. And uh, actually, total pool winner. I'm gonna go with Jordan. I feel like he uh, he definitely had one of the worst teams last year and uh got you know i think he was in the toilet pole last year against Curtis and uh and avoided it i feel like uh since we've switched to auction the uh, auction drafts haven't been too kind to jordan so i'm going with him for pole winner uh i don't know if we still hope oh, we still got jerry here uh jerry you got some picks now
3: yeah so Jordan was in the toilet bowl last year, right? But he won. Yeah. He won that game. Yeah. So I think looking at Curtis, he was in the toilet bowl two years ago against Tristan. He won and then lost next year. I mean, it hurts me to say it, but I'm going with Jordan, Toilet Bowl, loser. But the content might be might be interesting. Um let's see. We've had a lot of first time winners the last was it, five years now?
1: That's
3: a good point, actually. I'm gonna shout out my guy Tristan. Tristan wins this year, though so I Ooh. might not put money on that. Um, <laughs> Meme Lord, <laughs> taking it home. <laughs> and then, what surprise pick make the playoffs? Gotta be Amac. Shout out Amac. Yeah, that Amac.
0: Shout out Amac. Of course, speak. we won't
3: see we won't see him until November, but
0: yeah. You might not even hear your shout out, so we'll have to see. Yeah, uh, nah. hey, I can't Mike. wait to
1: get that uh,
0: advice about how the podcast is going. Yeah, in like oh. 10 weeks. That'd be great. <laughs> when he catches up with the off-season pods. Uh, but that's going to do it for today's episode. Ben, Jerry, always good having you guys on.
1: Thanks for Bye, guys. Always a pleasure. Breaking
0: it in. Connor, any, any last words for those uh, still hanging on? Nope. Got nothing. All right. That's going to do it. We'll... uh We'll get a draft time set up soon. Um, hopefully some plans for like a league meetup, either before the draft or early on in the season. Um, uh, it's gonna be it's probably going to be hard for uh, so much going on for everyone in life. Maybe hard to get a date for everyone, but we'll, we'll try our best to can make something happen. And then I'm sure there'll be a poll out in the, just in the Discord about a draft day and time. Try to make obviously something work for everyone there. We'll have the polls out for some of the league changes as well. Connor will have those up soon. Hopefully Um, by the time you listen to this, they'll be up. I appreciate everyone listening. We'll catch you later.